Life Audio. Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. My name is Ellen, and I am the host of Coffee and Bible Times podcast. On the show, my guests and I seek to fill your mind with encouragement found in the scriptures as we seek to inspire you to delight in God's word every day and to thrive in your daily Christian walk. Here's a short preview of one of my favorite episodes. Why do you think there is this fear or suspicion in the evangelical world over sacramental practices? You know, I think one concern that evangelicals have and that I that I had was that if you um, if you used if you were to engage in the sacraments, you could make an idol out of them and that they could be something that you were worshiping instead of Jesus Christ. And, you know, that's that's something that we, we all have to guard against, that we don't replace Jesus with something that is religious, that maybe looks like Jesus, but actually isn't isn't him. And we, we really want to follow the second commandment. We will not set up idols to to worship. And so I think that's one concern. And I think another concern that people have is just the physical nature of liturgical worship, that it involves your body. We're really strong in the evangelical world on what you know, our thoughts and our feelings, reaching the heart and reaching the head, both of which matter to God. And, um, but involving our bodies is an, is another matter. And this is this is one way that we can actually just honor the incarnation of Jesus Christ. That he came, he became flesh. You know, he took on a human body, and in fact went to the cross and was resurrected in a human body. And today, praise God, he sits at God's right hand and intercedes for us in a human body. And when we're resurrected with him, when we rise on that final day, boy, we will stand before him in, in, a, in a body that has been resurrected. So, you know, the Lord involves the human body in salvation. And what liturgy and sacraments do is it sort of honors the bodies that God has given us as a gift and just honors the fact that, you know, matter matters. You could say that matter matters. We don't worship creation, but we do honor creation as as our Lord did. And along the way, um, we are going to just recognize that sacraments are like um, those glasses that people put on, you know, people who are colorblind, and they have those color correction glasses that are given to them by a family member. And if you see, there's these videos online of them, of people who have been colorblind their whole life putting on those corrective glasses for the first time. And after a few seconds, I mean, they just break down weeping because it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so what I found is that rather than an idol, what sacraments do and, and what liturgy does is that they're like those corrective glasses that helps us see Jesus Christ better, helps us see that he is closer to us than the baptismal water. He's closer to us than even the bread and the juice of the wine. And that, um, and that actually um, his grace is, is present for us, even when we are facing great doubts and going through that burnout season and, and our thoughts and our feelings are not where we want them to be. And for me, actually, what that did is that helped 
reintegrate my thinking and my feeling and help me grieve and it also helped me have greater joy and worship um, along the way. So for me, those those two doubts are really uh, legitimate and significant. And I think that scripture shows us that um, that uh, we, we need not fear biblical liturgy and biblical celebration of uh, the Lord's Supper and, and baptism. That's so encouraging to hear. Could you just tell us, there may be people listening that aren't even sure what the sacraments or different mm-hmm. liturgies are. Can you maybe just go give a brief rundown on what, sure. what they actually are in case people don't know? Absolutely. So liturgy is actually, it's anything that we do with our bodies that shapes our souls. It's the work of the people. That's the ancient definition of it. The work of the people, and it works on the people. So anything from even, you know, on a, in a secular sense, swiping, swiping up on our phones to, for the next video, is that's a liturgical movement, and it, and it shapes our days, and it shapes our attention. But so does holding hands with your brothers and sisters in your small group and praying the Lord's Prayer together, singing the Lord's Prayer together. That's going to shape your soul as well. So liturgy is what uh, churches try to do that are liturgical is to use scripture to shape your soul. And so liturgy is anytime we're singing scripture, even in, in a favorite song, anytime we're citing it together, any way that we are participating in the, um, the sort of scripture filled worship of Jesus Christ, that is liturgical. And so the, and the reason that you repeat it is not to, not for vain repetition, but actually it's training, just like we would train with piano lessons. Uh, mm-hmm. We would, we would train, um, you know, I used to train my, my, my jump shot in basketball. I would spend hours trying to get it down because I wanted to be ready for the game. And what liturgy does is it's like, it's these exercises to help us fight the world, the flesh and the devil and to, um, to to be faithful representatives of Jesus Christ when um, when the, when we're on the spot, sacraments are anything that's it's a it's a visible sign of an invisible grace. That's how uh, uh, Augustine, it was an early church pastor, defined sacraments. It's anything that it's it's the Lord's Supper, you know, sometimes called uh, communion or or the Eucharist and baptism, and uh, what these what these are they're like signposts that point to a greater reality that we can't see. So the Lord in His grace shows us that He's still with us, but He uses the ordinary things of life that um, that that communicate uh, love to human beings. You know, um, water for 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 washing and food for nourishment. These are everyday realities, but the Lord meets us in them. And they they point beyond the water, point beyond the the, the bread, the, the the juice, the wine, to the grace of God in Christ. To continue listening to the snippet you just heard and discover other episodes, I invite you to click on the link in the show description. You can also visit lifeaudio.com or search Coffee and Bible Time on your favorite podcast app. 
We release new episodes every week, but have more than 100 episodes available for you to listen to for free right now. Thanks for listening. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.